Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Oh no. Welcome back to the number one podcast down on the balcony, Wins Lunch. I'm reading it right on this mug. Number one podcast down on the balcony, Wins Lunch. <laughs> My name is Spencer. <laughs> I'm Matheson. And we're back on the balcony. Yeah. it was a good, We had a good reason to not be on the balcony last week. But Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, really good weekend. And and to be honest, we wanted to do uh, Wins Lunch from uh, from on the road from Milwaukee or, or Kansas, but I forgot how grueling touring was. <laughs> Yeah, I think we optimistically thought we were gonna have all this time, and then you don't, which is great. Like I'd rather be busy, but me too. I think the time that we could have was in the day, but I love to explore. Yeah, so I want to go see the coffee shops and stuff. Right, and I think in the future the time that we can do it is in the car, in the van. Yeah, but the problem with this trip was that Matheson had mini seat. <laughs> so so. Uh, our keyboardist Andrew brought a bigger package than we thought he was going to have. Andy yeah. bought a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Matheson got the shit end of a stick because he's the shortest and was put in the back seat on my birthday. On his birthday, <laughs> I actually did. Well, it wasn't my favorite, but I really didn't mind. And honestly, I truly don't think anyone else would have fit. So, um. There was literally times where I was laying on top of the stuff because my knees were just in a locked position for so long. It was great. You seemed to stretch your knees. Yeah. In the van, would, or in, in any sort of transport vehicle would be uh, would be great because we'll have power and we can just yeah, run it yeah, yeah. While, uh, while we're driving. Um, but yeah, it's it's great to be back. We, we've been on a podcast in two weeks, over yeah, two weeks. It's crazy. Yeah, and it feels it feels really great to be here. Got to be honest with you. It also feels good to have that as a reason for why we didn't great do it. Great reason. So it's yeah. good to know that work work is work is happening. We're yeah. fucking doing it. I, I feel like I keep precursing the audience with like, oh, we'll get guests back, and we really will. <laughs> it. Not only have we been on the road, but we've been rehearsing. Um, I've been getting new music ready. It's it's been it's been absolutely slammed and. It's gonna keep getting slammed more. This is like our only off night. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we're. Uh, never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Never mind. Well, we got we got some more stuff coming up right yeah. after this Troubadour show. But let's let's do a quick recap. We we went to Summerfest in Milwaukee. We played it open for the Jonas Brothers. Uh, not you know, there's probably like thirteen thousand tickets sold for the Jonas Brothers, and when we played there's probably only like three thousand, maybe four thousand people there. Probably less than four thousand. Yeah. So now, a lot of people, a shit ton of people. Now in these audiences, like those kind of shows, pre-show, there's like groups of right. fans, and they're usually just not like a lit audience, rightfully so. Yeah, because they're all spread out. This audience was awesome. You also have seats, like so. A lot of times, people like right. just will sit. I'd, I'd I had a I had a blast but with this audience. People were uh, people were digging it. Yeah, I I would love to come back to Milwaukee soon. I might be. Um, that show was so much fun. We had so much fun through the city. We went to like that old ass Milwaukee bar. Oh, dude, I actually forgot about that. With locals. It was called the Knights. The Knights Inn, I think. Inn. I drank out of a boot. Well, not a real boot. But the bartender I, like did a shot with us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. how you knew it was local. Dude, and there was like a couple that was 145 years old yeah. each. Oh, yeah. And they were just eating green beans. And it was 
adorable. Yeah, that was that was awesome, and it smelled like my grandma's house. It was solid. So there was that. We had a great time there. Then we had an eleven hour uh, car <laughs> ride to Kansas, which was really fun. I had a great time. I loved every bit of it. I, every gas station I went in, I had I was like taking pictures. I had you take pictures of me in front of like <laughs> a gas station. We were we were just it's just I don't know. We we had missed it. It's such a thing that I take for granted, honestly. And like, for example, like this weekend I was doing a different gig and it was just like, just the hang is just not the The hang is important, huh? And it was nice to be reminded of that. Like, yeah, I I just miss going to like random places in America. No, I mean, me too. That's what I'm I'm just saying. Like it all, but obviously it makes it more special when it's people you care about. Sure. You're around and um, yeah, just people that make you laugh all the time. And yeah, people that you love and you know that they love you and yeah, I don't know why I'm getting so in depth on this. Like, but dude, <laughs> bro, I really like you guys. You fucking love Andrew. Uh, yeah, so we did that. We drove to Kansas, played a kick-ass show at KSU. Shout out Kansas State University. Uh, I, w- I wasn't really expecting that either. I, my expectations are horrible. I never That's expect a good anything. Thing. It's I a guess. good thing, I guess. But it just makes me, you know, a sad individual. Well, I think it'd be you'd be more sad if you had wildly sure. huge expectations and then they were never met, you know? Yeah. Um, that show no, was fun. was awesome. Everyone was so nice. We got to go on the football field, which was cool. That was cool. Um, I got a nice vlog coming out. It shows us me throwing a pass to you. You almost threw up after you did a sprint. I know. <laughs> I don't know where I was at. My, uh, my cardio apparently is non-existent. It's non-existent, but uh, you still beat us in a 40-yard dash. So. Yeah, somehow... I won the race. Listen, dude, I, maybe... I wasn't trying, and my shoes weren't tied. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. um, everyone was very nice there. Mm-hmm. Um, my drum set said "Terror Tractor" on the front, and that's pretty much all I could ever ask. Sound for. was rough, but we made it through because <laughs> we have Jordan. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan Melizer, for literally running the entire gig somehow. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, it was very fun, and uh, and then we and then everybody left the next day wildly early we we had to leave early too but so we had about five hours before we had to be at the airport and we were at the airport so yeah i think we both made an audible and and it was glorious it was glorious i was i was i was we were sitting in the rental car place and i looked i think i said as a joke like oh it'd be so cool if we had like a hotel and like a gym because <laughs> we had planned to just go to like la fitness and then chipotle yeah, yeah. or something and you're like, yeah, it sounds nice. And I was like, yeah, it does sound nice. <laughs> you just thought about it too much and you just had to do it. So I, I booked a day room. Dude, it was money so well spent. Well, like, I think I'm, I think that that was proven to me that like anytime I'm in that situation, I said five hours is my limit. 100% all the time. Yeah. It's worth $90. Yeah. Like I, I, I went, I ran three or three and a half miles. You took a awesome nap. Took a giant nap. We watched dodgeball. <laughs> Well, it was honestly, I'm not exaggerating. It was like very great. It's a great showers. Yeah. It was 64 degrees in the hotel room. It was, um, yes. Then that's, we're thankfully the same on that. Where we want it to be a small ice fridge. And, uh, yeah. But, um, that was great. Yeah. Then we came back. A great, a great mini tour. Um, came back more energized and, and inspired and excited than ever. To get us ready for this fall. Uh, you know, it's cool that um, I actually didn't realize until you posted the other day. I didn't realize that the Troubadour was going to be a live stream, too. Yeah. It's actually really great. We're working with a company called Mandolin. 
that is going to have like three professional like camera operators there. Like mobile? Yeah. Oh, sick. It's going to be really, really cool. It's going to be the the biggest like um, live stream thing that I've ever done. And like, I just think it's cool for like people that weren't able to get tickets or for people that are in like Florida, Georgia, that like, you know, it's like my mom, you know, a lot of our like families are $8. Right. Yeah. So it's great. Kind of a no brainer for like an over an hour set. It's going to be like one of the most important shows that we've ever played. Oh, it's going to be that's yeah. I have as as we were just I have high expectations and I feel like I I need to start tempering but i just think it's gonna be so great no i think it's gonna be amazing yeah okay my good. expectations are probably too high for this one i need to bring them back down a little bit only three people are gonna come out <laughs> dude you sold it out <laughs> only four people are coming max there's no way everyone's yeah i just <laughs> well never mind we don't have to get into that um i'm very excited for the yeah troops. i just think musically speaking it's gonna be really high quality as well and like, also it's just been a fucking long time coming yeah year and a half year and a half past the date it was supposed to be well, and yeah, like the the uh, serendipity of it all, because as we've said a bunch of times before, but like we were L.A. shut down the day we were going to play the Troubadour. So it's just uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's obviously a very full circle kind of feeling. Cause, full fucking circle. Yeah. You know what else is full circle? What? Tell Talking me. about tours. Yes. I'm so excited. This so, is such a good idea. I think back in March, we had an episode where we talked about. 2016 in our tour yeah uh one of our first tours that we went on we're gonna fast forward a year and we're gonna go to 2017 <laughs> with the same people we opened for the same people a year later this is like objectively maybe worse too oh this like, is a worse story <laughs> yeah you know what's funny is like i was in a worse place in my career in 2016 yeah. but in 2017 uh I was doing like, we did the Today Show. Mm-hmm. I did the iHeartRadio Rising Star. I was starting X Factor. So I was actually in a better career place, but the tour itself was much worse. Oh, no. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was called, <clears throat> sorry, I had a burp and I didn't want to burp. <laughs> it was called the Pink Couch Tour. I'm yeah. looking at the flyer right now. It's like, <laughs> it's so horrible. I mean, dude. a six year old can make that. It's like the worst flyer I've ever seen. Also, I gotta. I, I have to precurse this by saying, the pe- the the duo who we opened for round two crew. I love those guys. They're great dudes. They're great dudes. They would say they would sit here and talk to us about it. One hundred percent. I mean, this is yeah. Everyone everyone was aware of what's going on. We're so. we're aware. We weren't aware at the time, maybe, but well, yeah. You know. Um. Okay. So this this tour was probably one of the one one of the ones that I sh- probably the one. That I shouldn't have done the most, <laughs> but there's two good shows in this tour. The bro. grind, baby. So we start in New York, in Amityville. Yes, I remember this. We talked about the show on this podcast yeah, a lot. Uh huh. So this show, uh, I remember there being six people at, maybe seven. This was this is like this is the quintessential show that I think of. Every time we talk about like, you know, the classic, like, yeah, we've played for seven people before because I think that's actually, I mean, we're not lying. Let's just say that as soon as the set was over, I walked off the stage (laughs) and then walked through an empty venue to the backstage area. (laughs) Like there was no one to get through. That's also how you had to come on stage was like walk through the people. That's inevitable sometimes. Right. But, um. You know, that is what it is. So that show was just like a, that was, it was almost, 
I mean, bad's like not even the right word, but for lack of a better term, it was, it was almost so bad that like, I think we just, I think that's probably when we started turning that switch on of like, we just got to have fun because yeah. this is like a nightmare. I even otherwise. painted my like stage boxes pink for this tour. Yeah. Remember that? Pink couch tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Also, there wasn't a pink couch. <laughs> it was a regular couch. It was a regular couch. That they bought a pink like cover for and it wasn't pink <laughs> so that was the, that was easily the best part it was like it was like it was like uh like skin colored like yeah. white person skin colored <laughs> it was like yeah it yeah. was like tan yeah very weird uh and i remember one of the guys around two crew pape looked at me he was just like dude this this is this is trash man <laughs> this tour is trash and i was like well you shouldn't have got on tour if you know it was gonna be <laughs> trash uh but that was a garbage show then the next show we actually missed because we had an iHeartRadio right. show in yeah. New York City that was fun as shit. It was so great. There's probably yeah. like it was in a Macy's and there's probably like 200 people in the Macy's, which yeah. is packed. Uh, the sound was great. Like all the shit was nice. It was, it was like, nice having professional people, huh? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, the yeah. stage was great. Like Everything backline was, was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, so we missed the next show. Thank God because there was actually four four tickets sold for that. <laughs> And it was a it was a three p.m. show. Where where was the show? Boston. Oh God. Yeah. Um, thank God. But yeah, so that that was the next one. We missed that. Can't really comment too much on that. The next day, the infamous New Jersey Dingbats. Ding ding bats. This show I remember. There was backstage, but it was a tool shed. It was so thin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Biker a bar venue. Shed. It was a tool shed. Yeah, it, was a, it was literally like a shovel in there. Yeah, I thought it's a good way to explain. And it was this. June, and it was just fucking hot and sweaty. My good friend Zach Matari jumped on that yep, show. I remember that. I love Zach. Yeah, uh, it really was a tool shed. God, I'm like remembering it now as you yeah. say it. And then we walked um, outside after the show to the Sprinter, and uh, there was a lot of weed smoking happening in yeah. the Sprinter. Did you? Were you doing that? I was part of that. Right, yes. I thought so. Um, but I remember, I just remember like how weird that felt because there was like people outside and I was well, like, well, and like I, yeah. Um, you, are you walking on eggshells? Yeah. <laughs> you can say it. No, I mean like, no, I, like honestly nothing bad happened, but it really did feel just weird. bizarre because, you know, we were doing that, which is like fine, obviously, but it really, it really is fine. It's there just was just like, cause I was, it was, we were in their sprinter van and like there was just like fans like directly outside. And it was yeah. just like, maybe we shouldn't do it. Like, cause you're going to open the door and it's going to like billow out like out did. of a movie. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But, uh, that, that show wasn't so bad. There's probably like 35, 40 people there. I remember that one not being terrible. And Zach is good. Zach's or great. Was good. I guess I don't know what he's doing. Anymore, Dude, but. he is on a new wave of like Arab X music. Whoa. Oh, it's sick. Yalla, really? yalla, Are you yalla? serious? Yeah, it's really dope. It's exactly what he should be doing. Holy shit. He's like on some really big like Spotify playlist for Arab music, like Arab pop. Good for him. I have no idea. It's a great niche for him, I think. He had a good voice. Yeah, good he voice. had a great voice. And yeah. I feel like some of the music he was putting out, he would get drowned out in just like pop music, you know? Yeah. Just like kind of dancey pop music. And he found this cool, like this cool little niche that I, I love. That's really great. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, he's a, he's a great dude. I just saw him a few weeks ago. He was out here. Really? Yeah. We went to a show together. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so we're in New Jersey. This happens. <laughs> that guy is so funny. Um, I, I still have in my mind the the 
what I wore to that show was a black bomber and a black long t-shirt Woo. with skinny jeans. Your hair up? H&M. Oh, yeah. My hair was straight up. Just straight up. The next show. This crowd was actually good. It was very small. All these crowds are small, but this crowd was very small. There's probably yeah. two and a half rows of people. Fantastic crowd. Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. At the Diamond Pub. Yep. Do you remember that place? Yes. That was a... Uh, that was like pretty much a restaurant. No, no, no. You're thinking of Hard Rock Cafe. That's what I'm thinking of. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. 2016 tour. Right. This one was in... It was actually a legit venue. I mean, And it's I'm the first place I ever did a confetti cannon at. Okay. I wore on stage <laughs> my long like dress Iron Maiden. I remember this place. Yeah. yeah. Iron Maiden. Uh, <laughs> Iron <off>. Maiden. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Um, um, and I, and this is a good audience. Yeah. That one's, that wasn't bad either. They had a real stage. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, good green room. Great green room. Great green room actually. Yeah. I, Something that should be said about all of this this whole tour, which maybe was mentioned on the last on the last podcast about this, but uh, we're not throwing shade. This is just objectively happened. Also, but, once again, if you went to any of these shows, yeah, I fucking love. Yeah, them. I was gonna say shout out to fucking you for like shout out more than anybody ever because right. I, like we would have played to no one. So thank you if you're one of the thirty people that came. Yeah, for real. Um, but Round Two Cruise drummer was not the most responsible. <laughs> human that i've ever met he's probably the most irresponsible one ever and there would be so many times which is just like unfathomable as a working musician where he would just like forget a lot of his stuff and yeah like on this and like we're on tour and he would just be like oh yeah man i like don't know can i borrow your sticks like i don't know where my sticks are that happened a lot and that happened a lot and like he would like I don't know how he would go from one show to the next, but one show he'd have his symbols and mm-hmm. the next show he just wouldn't have them. And I don't understand. <laughs> I remember this show too. And this is, see, we're just airing everything out. We yeah. just say it. So this, this tour was supposed to be a co-headline tour. That's right. And when it was announced, it wasn't announced as a co-headline <laughs> tour. So I was like mad, but it was fine. Whatever. Yeah. I just wanted to go on tour. The money side though, got a little tricky. Well, yeah. Um, but I remember one at, the, at this show in Louisville, everybody had left, but I was like the last one because I fucking meet people until my ears fall off. <laughs> until Jordan picks you up. In the show. Yeah, literally. Yeah. That's what happens. In the show, uh, the um, promoter or the manager came over and like handed me a check. It was like, here you go. Um, I think it was a check for like a thousand bucks or something. Like in those days, it was like, oh shit. Yeah, it was probably Fuck. great at that time. Um, so I, I took it obviously because i got a check from the manager right we got in the car and we were driving alex mason was with me <laughs> uh you guys were already back at the hotel i think and and i got a frantic call from pape of round two crew he he was freaking out about the money i was like oh oh this is like this is yours yeah he goes yeah 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 i was like okay okay no no worries i'll bring it to you uh tomorrow in pittsburgh i was looking at what city <laughs> i'll bring it to you tomorrow he's like no, no no i need it right now and i was like uh okay like where are you he's like we're 20 minutes out of the city and i was like why don't i just like give it to you in 11 hours right yeah. why don't i just like it's way easier and he 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 said no and he made us like go to the middle of louisville so i could give him the right check. yeah and i was like what happened to make you do that do you not trust me like i've known you for years did i i, I bet you 
Well, I mean, who knows? maybe they just needed it. Yeah, I was gonna like they probably just literally needed it. Yeah, to, to get hotels, pay for a That's hotel fair. or something. But um, also like plan according, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, there's that show. Then we go to Pittsburgh the next day. Uh, fun show. Pittsburgh's great. Well, what venue was that? Smiling Moose. Okay, yeah. The only downside I think about this was once you had to walk through the audience, which is fine. Uh, but behind us, we went on as the sun was going down. That's right. They just left the curtains open. They just open. left the curtains open. There's yeah. just big windows with light. Right. <laughs> and we're like, fuck. I, I'm, I'm a silhouette performing. It was also like, that stage is like pretty high. Like it's like probably like four or five feet up in the air. That is high, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. And you have to walk through the crowd and then like. It's a little weird. Like, I think there's probably stairs. I'm just not remembering. But in my head, like, you're, like, like lifting yourself up onto the stage. I'm sure that didn't happen. But there's that's stairs. what I'm imagining. That's what I'm imagining in my head, which has been hilarious. Uh, oh, my. Oh, that's, like, a story I can't tell. But something really crazy happened at Pittsburgh. Um, at that show? At that show, yeah. I remember something crazy that happened at Rex Theater. Well, yeah. That's. No, no, no. Ah. It was a. Uh, I really. I, <laughs> I actually can't tell. I can't that tell that story, mate. It'll, it'll make it, it's a bad thing for people to hear. I believe in a thing called love. I believe in a thing called love. I believe in a thing called love. Nice. Hold on. Oh. oh nice. Yeah. Touching me. Hey. <laughs> oh, dude, the fucking vibrato on it. So I want to cover that song. Sounds great. We would slay that shit. Anyway, I'm so sorry. It was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a. I'll, I'm sure you remember. It, I'll tell you afterwards. But there was a fucking unbelievable thing that happened at that show that uh, was the show that jordan backed up down a bunch of alleys though yeah oh my god jordan that was unbelievably impressive driving that was jo- we had a unbelievable s- we had a sprint we just had a sprinter yeah. we didn't have a trailer mm-hmm. we had a sprinter and jordan backed down alleys that were hardly big enough for one car probably five blocks of alleys it was downhill too. down corner down a hill yeah <laughs> and i like i remember like I think I had a couple of vodka sodas and I was like, well, we're, we crashed, we crash. And he made it. <laughs> he, uh, Jordan has some sort of driving angel watching over him. Cause I he, think, uh, I think that was the tour that I first tried at weed. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. In the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the car while driving. I remember that. Not me driving. You weren't driving, but I remember that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else you remember about that? No, I can't remember if, just speaking of a weed story, <laughs> I can't remember if this was, um, did we have a sound, we didn't have a sound guy. Jesus the one, no. I know we didn't, but you know you know who I'm talking about. Corey uh, Carter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, uh, that's who it was. No, you're right. I, uh, Shout out Corey Carter. I just can't remember where. And your wife, Gina. <laughs> Gina's great. Um, uh, I can't remember what the gig was. But we were in the van, and he uh, he just smoked and like actually couldn't do, deal with it. Do you remember that? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> that's that's just a real i just I, that was i mean it's not even that funny it was just such so circumstantial but i just he was like just the classic like really got too high and like actually couldn't handle it and yeah. was like had to go lay down in the back of the van and all that's anyways crazy um, yeah what was after pittsburgh <laughs> okay so yeah it's about all i remember about pittsburgh um the next day and this is a fucking drive yeah. well, it's not dry it's kind of a drive was chicago the so next got, day yeah the next day Jesus. that is a drive yeah uh, yeah three hours through ohio it's like three eight, hours eight through hours. indiana yeah it's definitely eight or nine hours yeah chicago the next day at the beat kitchen the venue that i sold out in 2019 on the freaking out tour yeah baby and that's what i thought about when i first walked in there because i'd played it on this tour in 2017 and great venue a great venue and also fantastic show yeah there was once again 40 50 people it was a big it was a bigger show for that 50 people probably yeah maybe not even but great audience yeah great audience and uh yeah i just remember i remember playing that show and um they have that cool upstairs green room and it was it was fantastic i liked it a lot that was a uh a fortuitous night for me as well in what aspect in the uh you know in the in the female in the lady lady really? category. Yeah. 2017 yeah how'd you meet that person it was a friend of a friend just a good a friend of mine came out because he lives in chicago did we spend the night there that night no but oh um you had to work fast sometimes you, sometimes you got time time constraints anyways What's after Chicago? Tell me about <laughs> uh, Columbus, Ohio, mm. at Scully's, mm. and this show to me, probably like 140 tickets sold, was like a headline show for me. Well, it pretty much was. It a hundred million percent was, especially yeah. when I played it because it was like. Also, I think it was a daytime show. It was yeah, it was like a 4 p.m. show. Yeah, which yeah. Never will I ever book a daytime show ever again in my entire idea. life. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, this It was absolutely a headline show because I noticed because after the set, after my set was over and I watched the, the headliner set, everybody had left the stage, which is fair because it's a city that I'm, where I'm from. Right, yeah. Uh, but we had like a deal sort of worked out that never came to fruition of we'd switch on <laughs> and off who went second or... Right. Just never worked. They never... This never did it. Never let me. I think all places to do it too. Yeah, right, right. Um, but yeah, it was it was that was a fun show. We played such hits as All My Exes <laughs> and Halle Berry. <laughs> oh my god! And Pony. And we did a weird like Shape of You Pony. Yeah. Mix when I was like R and B Spencer. Never let god, me be R and B Spencer. I forgot about again. All My Exes. That was not a bad song. All my the production's dope. Like the production was. All my exes hate my guts. Woo-hoo. I have a uh, a video on my on on YouTube of us playing selfish at Scully's at that. That on, was fun. on on the gig that we're talking about. Um, that was my song I was promoting, and it had just come out. I think it's a good song. It's not who you, it's not who you are, but like it's no, a it's good a song. Hit. Yeah, it's a smash hit song. Selfish is a smash. Um, yeah, I, I remember that performing that and being like, oh hell yeah, people are sing like that was the first time. One yeah. weird thing I remember about that show too is when I walked on stage, I was so I got so hyped so quick because people were like going crazy. Even though it was only 150 people, they were going nuts. 
also like when I go on tour next, if there's a hundred people at a show and they're going nuts, I that's all I need in life. I don't need anything else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we talked about this I'm all going the time to, on tour in the fall. Stay tuned. Um, he. <laughs> so a, I went on stage. Lunch exclusive. And I remember yelling. This was like a time where I was really into R and B and like just like. I was, I, I was, this is the very end of my fuck boy phase too. Probably about the last, I had six months left and I <laughs> yelled like, make some fucking noise Columbus. And there was just like a lot of my mom and dad's friends there. Yeah. And I remember feeling weird about it right after I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Good show though. Can't complain. It was a good show and it was nice. It's always nice. Like for obvious reasons to play for friends and family and you know, to have yeah. people. My uncle was there and yeah. Um, my merch guy came out, Alex, and had told me how much we had made merch. It was the most I think I'd ever made up to that point. Yeah. And my uncle and dad were there and they were just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just cool to, it's cool to prove to people that you're like, that's what I was trying I, that's what I was trying to figure out how to say. Yeah. Hobby. You're yeah. Like, like this is real and we are good at it. Yeah. And it's, I think, yeah, it's sometimes it's easy to, for that kind of stuff to get lost in translation, I guess. But yeah, 100%. So it's nice to. And, and at that stage, and now at this stage, that we can like fully live in the most expensive city in America on our jobs. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a fantastic You're thing. Right. You're very right, which is really, really dope. You know, I can buy the nice almond butter at Trader Joe's. <laughs> I don't have to get the cheap shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally. That was, it was so <laughs> funny. After I signed my, my first deal, and my only deal. <laughs> my first thing was just like, uh, I remember saying like, as I signed the deal, I was like, now I can buy like the nice almond butter at Trader Joe's and everybody started dying laughing. I was like, for real? Like, I mean, listen. Difference between $3 and $6. Simple pleasures. Oh yeah. For sure. Like, I mean, we've, we talk about this a bunch too, but the, the amount of times where you actually do have to look and you're like, Okay, this ground beef is two dollars more than this other ground beef. It all so, adds up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's funny. It is nice not being so like weird about that now. I would like not buy most. I would buy like eggs and eggs. I would buy like <laughs> eggs and like oatmeal. That's it. Eggs and more eggs. I lived um, off of eggs and oatmeal for years. Yeah, and like I wouldn't even buy protein bars. Like it was crazy. So really? anyway, yeah. To to show your family and your friends and your loved ones that you're you're doing it. You're yeah. doing what you came to do. I remember uh it's pretty great. This is kind of it's on the same topic. Um but I remember the first time uh Caden's family saw you and us perform. It was in Nashville on the Oh, freaking out. Ja- on no on the Jack and Jack oh, tour. Yeah. And um I'd never met his family before and we're close. I mean, we're all, you know, close now. And Anyways, the point of what I'm trying to say is is that she sorry, <laughs> is that she had never seen him and apparently before that she was just like naturally like mom worried. She sure. was like, I don't know, like who is my son with? Like who are these people? Sure. This is like gotta be a nightmare. She and, uh, the only song that she knew of was That's my sweater, why the fuck you got it on? And yeah. she let me know she didn't love that. <laughs> She's like, Hey, well it is catchy, but um which is funny. But yeah, but she was like she got to watch it happen and, and oh my lord. It's the Wind's Lunch Kid Corral. <laughs> What was that one thing? The Dezo Baby of the Week. The Dezo Baby of the Week. My mom said that was the funniest shit she's ever heard. That's like one of the one of the better uh, jokes you've ever. She had. also heard it, and she said that the she was on a walk when we had Vinny Fastline on mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Vinny said he's gonna get like a couple like 
uh, merch pop sockets and they're going to say she, they said like two inappropriate things and the third thing was God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's killing it. Yeah, which he's is killing great. It. He's in Spokane, Washington right now. Shout out, out Vin. We love you. Um, anyways, the point of that story was that it was on the same topic of families seeing us. Like she literally told him, she was like, yeah, like I feel happy and comfortable now that like I know that you're not on the road with like starving and you're right for cocaine psychopaths right. yeah exactly um, yeah because because like music gets a bad rap in general of just like you know drug addict rock stars like right. that just have you sex watch the dirt girls and, and girls and girls that's so it's such a burden yeah. um um but that's, no, I mean, that's not how it is for probably most people no. i don't know other people's experiences I'm i mean just, unless you're like literally motley crew or like that level of i mean even like I don't know. I mean, Bruno probably parties, but like Bruno definitely parties. <laughs> Bruno got that booger sugar. Maybe, oh god, yeah, maybe a uh, bad example, but you know, I mean, kidding. <laughs> um, we got one more show left in this tour. <laughs> Let's just get to it so we can keep talking. Oh yeah. Uh, last show was at Rocket Town in Nashville, Tennessee. Rocket Town. Yeah. It was I a venue that once this. again was vastly too big for us playing there. But in the green room, you'll remember this. They had a bench press. Yep. Okay, I remember that venue. Yep. Uh, yeah, they had a bench. And uh, my mom came. She got yeah. a hotel because we were going to Myrtle Beach the next day. Yeah. Uh, Maddie came. Yeah. Maddie was more of a hit than me. <laughs> well, with the fans. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I remember that, um, because <laughs> I had this is mean, but. We're already here. We're already. I here, had man. a. Uh, we got to air it out. A drummer friend, Fess, who you know, uh, came out to that show, and he's just he's an old musician friend from music school of mine. And he, we get done, and he he's one of, he said something along the lines to me. He goes, he goes, man, like yeah, you guys are great, man. So happy to see you guys. You guys are killing. Like the show was great. Why the fuck did those other guys even play? Oh <laughs> it's just. Like, and he was not kidding. Like he was just to be like, totally fair. To the other guys, yeah, and all the other acts, we're good, and we're mu- sure. and we're not just good, we're musical. Yeah, I mean, you guys play the shit out of your instruments, and you. you don't just like, you don't just play a beat for like, for the artist to sing to. Like, you guys go off. Also, you don't just go off. I want you to go off. I tell you to go off more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially during those years, I haven't told you to go off in probably a year and a half, two years plus. Right. But remember, like, there was that time where I was just like, dude, go crazy. Yeah, I just need like fucking, you to fucking play all the drum fills. Yeah. And I think it took you a minute to be like, oh. Right. Because you're used to playing with, like, you know, yeah. either more of, like, chill artists or or you're on this exact, like, you have to play these play exact notes. Right, yeah. Do this thing. And I'm just like, dog, just go crazy. <laughs> like, I don't care what you do as long as you don't do any. Yeah. No Dilla beats. Um. That was before sweater too, so he really wasn't allowed. Yeah. Um, no, I mean that's a uh, thank you. That was really nice of you. But also, like, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you want another tequila? Sure. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read an ad, or do you want to get the tequila and I'll read an ad? You read the ads, and I'll get the tequila. Just so you, you don't have to, you know. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier. What exactly does that mean? Well, it it means what it is. Essentially, it's like having four glasses of water in one. Also, it comes in convenient single-serve, ready-to-drink packets. 
all kinds of flavors such as guava, pineapple, acai berry, and they have a new energy one that's like matcha flavored. It's delicious. Go to Liquid IV, use code WINSLUNCHPOD to get 20% off and free shipping. Liquid IV, the official hydrator of Wins Lunch. Wins Lunch is also brought to you by Dezo. Dezo sparkling superfruit water. It's like if a, if a hard seltzer was made by Whole Foods. Wonderful, hydrating vitamins and gluten-free vodka. It's got everything you need to have a great time. Summer is coming to a close. It doesn't mean you have to stop drinking these watermelon, cactus, or coconut flavored drinks. I recommend Dezo. It is by far the best sparkling superfruit water that I've ever had in my life. Dezo, the official drink of Wen's lunch. Perfect timing. Wow. That timing was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, oh, that was really bizarre. Uh, but I was what I was going to say was, before I forget, which is possible... Um, this is kind of a music nerdy thing, but maybe people will care. I think when talking about like just musicality in that gig, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. And I think what a lot of younger people don't realize and what I didn't realize at that time. <laughs> God damn, he's fucking pouring a lot of tequila for himself. Um, thanks. Is I like keeping the integrity of the music is always number one, you know, and Jesus fucking Christ. I forgot this was tequila and I quite literally poured the heaviest pour. Possible. Yeah. It's, um, this is such dude. A, what's your I, thought? I, go, go. All I'm trying to say is that I think something, I mean, that's like, you know what a lot, every professional band does and something that we're also very good at is keeping the integrity of the music, playing the parts, doing that well, but then, knowing the parts and playing not playing them so well but knowing the parts so well that you can creatively and artistically add to jesus add to add to the music in a cool way you know i think some people just think like that makes sense yeah i think people think like yeah i just play a million notes because it's pop music because i hear you know fucking like i don't know usher's band or something like that and but what they what everyone fails to see is that they're killing the parts and then they're adding little things on the side you know yeah and and whether they the bands god it's strong huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm really sorry i forgot that it that what i was pouring wasn't the sparkling water it was the tequila <laughs> anyway i think you guys do a great job and you Thanks. and you you ride the line between going hammer town and and playing the record yeah because i think there's there's times in rehearsal where i've been like yeah, let's get more back to the right the record. Uh, that's the last show on the tour was Nashville. That was a uh, was fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was I fine. remember. Wasn't there some sort of weird? Was there like a weird, like argument or fight outside? Am I misremembering that? I don't know, man. Probably. I think there was. That I, was also 2016 New Jersey. Right. It. it oh, that's that, another one. That story is fantastic. Which I think was on the last uh, other I mean, probably, dude. Like, there was some weird shit that went on. Like, we had no business playing any of those venues. yeah. We had no business being out on the road. I guess, I don't know. I guess you have business doing it if you can not lose money. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I think it's easy to... I think it was great for us because we were able to fucking learn. 
what I was gonna say is that holy shit, man. Yeah, you learn so much. That's the grind. I mean, there is, there's nothing, nothing will ever replace fucking time spent doing your thing. Like as far as, <laughs> as far as uh, getting better. You know, like we can be in our practice rooms as long as we want, but like it's just not gonna be the same as actually fucking being out there and doing it. That's so true. Also, like I, for me, musically, like I, songs get solidified in my head, like playing them live, like way more. Yeah, wait, dude, I can't explain to you. We had four days of rehearsal for these, um, for these two shows we just played. Yeah, in one of those shows, it was solidified in my head more than four days of rehearsal. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, a hundred million percent. You like your adrenaline, like this sounds a little bit like hippy dippy, but your adrenaline attaches itself to the these like music notes yeah i swear to god and the next time you like when i went in kansas state to play i didn't fucking think about a thing it just happened yeah Yeah. it just happened it's that's i didn't know that we had the same feeling that's cool no we Uh, we, i feel like it's just the truth who's calling you damn it who is that dude curtis come on we're trying to do a podcast dog apologies uh (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, that's weird. That's cool that that is the same thing. And it's, that just, it was always a personal solidification in my head that like playing and doing gigs like is invaluable. But I think that is maybe a universal thing, you know, like it is. I, I look back at those times and, and the mindset that I was in was not that I was learning. It was like, Oh, this next show is going to like, you know, help me out in my career. In reality, sure, that's true, but it also just like made me, it just made me a stronger performer. Right. It made me like learn how to walk around on the stage. It made me like know the things not to do. I was going to say, you learn, probably most importantly, is you learn what doesn't work and what is. That's mostly the thing. Yeah. I know what's worked from 2013 to now. Yeah. There's like a, a couple things that always work, right? Yeah, and that's what stick with you. And then you figure out the next thing that works. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's things that, that work for maybe a year and they stop working, like right. fucking air humping. Not a good move. <laughs> Calling a girl up on stage. Jesus, <laughs> Mary and Joseph. That definitely is not a thing that I want to ever do again. Oh, man. There is a one video specifically that I'm thinking of that I think you probably know. I'm, uh, Don't. It's just you. You called a girl. I think it was. I can't. Who knows what song it was? But you called someone up, and they couldn't have been any more out. They just like. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So this, what you're talking about, was the previous tour, 2016. Okay. It was a girl that wouldn't stop tweeting me and DMing me, bring me up during Pony. Right. Wouldn't stop, and during the show, everybody was pointing to her. So I was like, you know what? Get up here. We gotta do it. Yeah. She couldn't have been more stiff on stage. <laughs> it was just like so terrible to watch. Which is fair. And but like not really. If you've been begging for it that for is like true. For forever, then yeah, she asked for it. <laughs> what? That's what you're saying, dude. You're yes. Can- you're canceled. I literally am saying that because that's actually what happened. <laughs> but it is true. It's like it's like I she's not obligated to do anything. Also, I'm not doing anything. I'm just like singing to someone. I'm not Well, I, no, I'm just saying like I never like, like I never grinded on anyone. No, not at all. But if I, if I never you, did anything like I never like even performed sensually. I just like had them up on stage and like hugged them and performed. And this person couldn't have just been like, I don't want to be on stage so, <laughs> so much. Right. More. Yeah. Like I don't, it wasn't weird, like in a sexual way or whatever. It was just like, 
it was just literally just it was just so funny to to it was like you were fucking trying to make a door smile and it's just like not gonna happen <laughs> hey if you're listening to this and that's you shout out to you for being there since day one yeah i mean she's she's a really nice person actually but it was just <laughs> so funny to watch <laughs> yeah um yeah that's 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 a thing that like i'm I'm an R&B music fan, right? So I'm a fan of Chris Brown. I'm a fan of, fan of Usher. I'm a fan of Trey songs. And their main thing is to bring a girl up and sing to her. And Have I you thought, seen that? oh, and Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber right. did that all the time. And I was like, cool, I'll do it too. And it works sometimes. Like I, I had this, I early on I, I would bring this girl up and like bring girls up and sing to them and like kiss them on the cheek and it was cute. Right. And then it turned into like R and B time, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore." And then it turned into were you were you single back? I can't remember when. Oh that... yeah, I've been single. I was single for a while. I've been single. I've been single for a while, though. <laughs> no, I think, um, but even now, it's like I just wouldn't do that, even if I was single. It's like not. It's just no. Weird. It's, it's weird. Tacky. It's fucking weird. Even um, if I was like sixteen, it's fucking weird now. It's just times have changed. Times have changed, and I think. Yeah, it's just a very dated. Like, feels like a dated thing to me. Like, like he like kissed their hand and like. Yeah, but that being said, one less lonely girl. I a hundred percent can see. Well, yeah, but I can hundred percent see. Uh, whenever, hopefully, whenever Silk Sonic tours, I can see them like, classily bringing up a girl. You know, and I mean, I don't know if this is like a double negative. I'm sure it is, but there's some artists who Trey songs could still do that. Right. Yeah. Chris Brown. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> uh, who else did I say? Uh, Usher could still do that. Usher might still do that. He probably like him yeah. and Trey songs probably still do that. Yeah, and it works for some R and B artists that I mean their songs are all about just making love and having right. sex and what's that? Uh, Silk Sonic would do it in like a funny way. That's what I mean. It'd be like, well, what, Ooh, they, girl. You, you saw the uh, you saw that uh, the Bruno live from the Apollo thing. I'm assuming. Where he's singing uh, to that like he's singing to lady. The, like the lady in the in the whatever you call it in the Lincoln oh, seats. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it's so like classy and ch- he, yeah. He's charming like singing to her. He's like, "You make me want to sing, Sherry." He's got a gold phone. Yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. And he like can't take it. He's like, it's pick so up, good. Sherry. It's pick so, up, baby. It's so good. <laughs> like that kind of shit, I love and I'd love to do someday, but I'm not Bruno Mars. Well, well, right. That's like a <laughs> well, right. You're not. Well, no, I'm just. <laughs> that's not what I mean. I'm just saying like he has. I really don't know how to explain it. We, we we talk about this all the time. It's like the lyrical things he says too. It's like only he's getting away with it. Not even getting away with Smooth it. Smooth like, like a newborn. Yeah. Only you can get away with that, Bruno. Right. Like because no one else is. Sean Mendes, smooth like a newborn. That would be the like, worst thing I've ever heard. You're a, you're a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, dude. He immediately goes into prison. If John just, Mayer said smooth like a newborn, ugh, he's in prison. Yeah, dude. Or you if smell fucking, like a barbecue. If cold, if cold play, if Chris Martin. <laughs> If Chris Martin said, lock your fine ass up in a tower, yeah. he would be in cuffs in fucking Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, immediately. You're just like. He's done. Yeah, dude. You are he officially a threat to the United States. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's so true. If fucking. If you fucking. Got if. Dude, if Kid Leroy <laughs> said. That'd honestly be horrible. He's he smooth it. like a newborn. Pretty he, much if you're white, you're not allowed to say it. If, and, <laughs> if Kid Leroy said that, he would be in shackles in, what's another famous prison? 
What's uh, the one off the coast of San Francisco? That is Guantanamo. No, it's not. Where's Guantanamo? In Guantanamo, dude. Isn't that right over? No, that's Shutter. Oh, Alcatraz. That's Alcatraz. Yeah. I'm talking about Shutter Island. <laughs> but yeah, our point is that like he's like the only person that can say that him and like a very small percentage of people. I really don't know. I mean, off the top of my head, besides like fucking, I don't know, like Lionel Richie or like Stevie or someone like that. But like, like yeah, they're from the day where you everybody yeah, said that. Right. But I think it's like when, uh, who were we talking about earlier? Oh, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't you know. You talking about Sucksonic? Or, uh... Oh, like, 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 the shit that Trey Song says. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Is real gross sometimes. He's dude. like, I'm, I'm about to dive in. Whoa. Dude, some of the... I, I heard a song the other day. I can't... I'll, I have no idea how to say his name. Um... Jaquiz? Yes. Yeah. I can't believe that's exactly what I was thinking. I kind of like Jaquiz, though. Um, what it was, I think the song was called like Freaky or Freaky is Me. He goes crazy. Dude, there's no euphemisms. Like, it's, there's, it's no, it's just like, are you good at fucking tell me? And that's just like, I got to tell you something real quick. I have to use the bathroom really quickly. Okay. Can you entertain the folks? I can absolutely entertain the folks. Because Jaquiz, I didn't know that's how you say it. Sorry for everyone listening. The, it's it's pretty much just like he, he's he's saying, "Are you are you as freaky as me?" And there, but there's just no like, there's no kind of cute ins and outs. It's just like, do you fucking suck dick? And it's just like, good God, like what are we doing here? And uh, someone, there's a girl on there who has a verse too, and uh, maybe Meg the Stallion. I can't remember. Anyways, it's just and whoever it is just is like all the way in the whole time and it's just uh it's a little bizarre to i don't know it just kind of feels maybe like well i know that i'm kind of i'm kind of like a romantic but it just we've we've maybe lost all the romance when it went in that kind of stuff but also who fucking cares you know like sing your shit and that's like that song has its own place but oh you're back um i was just i was just saying do you feel like you it's feel now like, or never dude what do you mean when i was in the bathroom between when i went to the bathroom and when i came back this is my new mantra it's now or never <laughs> great it's now or never come hold me tight <laughs> what is that from Kiss me, my darling. Be mine tonight. Sounds like it's from fucking like Fiddler on the Roof or something like that. Tomorrow. Oh, see, I might be, be right. <laughs> too late. Oh, what song? It's now or never. Fan of the opera. My love won't wait. Who is that? Elvis. Really? When I first saw you. I guess you didn't do the impression. Here's a kiss better. to remember. It's the fandom of the opera it's a song that it's called "It's Now or Never." <laughs> um, he's a, he's a perfect example of exactly what I was just gonna say. Is like, do you sometimes feel like you wish I was Elvis? Yeah, all the time. Well, yeah, dead. <laughs> Minus the fourteen years I have left. Um, God, was that he was that young, dude? He was young as shit. He was fucking forty-two. <sighs> That's terrible. Um. But he's a perfect example of what? 
Like, do you like that fucking Jaquise song that I was talking about? Like, do you ever think that sometimes, like, just like the romance is gone? In, Were like, you talking song? about Jaquise the entire time? I did. Gone? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard though. He's got a cool voice. Well, and like, I'm not di- like I literally the last thing I said was I'm not. I have no. I don't care. Like, I don't I know, know what you said. So. If you said I, I said offensive, exa- no, I didn't. I said exactly dude, what you're off- I'm offended. <laughs> you're canceled. First of all, the romance is dead. It's been dead for years. Fuck. I like I feel like that's true. And that kind of makes me bums me out. Overall, like, it's dead. But guess what? What? Individually. <laughs> you can create the romance. <laughs> you well, can bring no, it back. I I pl- I have the romance still within myself. I'm just saying that like well, then what's the, what's the issue here? <laughs> the issue is that I feel like the like pop culture is losing the romance dog what are you talking about the pop culture lost the romance 21 years ago yeah you're probably right damn (laughs) 9-11 really a lot of shit died that day actually well yeah but um just just uh (laughs) (laughs) um no can you believe it's actually been fucking 20 years since 9-11 that's really fucked up like it's actually it is. It's a weird way to gauge time because. Well, the craziest. This is a very crazy like way to think about 9/11. But I, I mean, I was so young that I hardly remember it, but I definitely do. Yeah. But, and I don't want to go down and not to talk about 9/11. But I will say this: every 9/11, I, I, you know, the YouTube videos come up, and I watch like a day, like whatever, right. like yeah. videos from that day, and I watch this video where this like, this old businessman like barely made it out. He's probably like 65. And he was like talking regularly. He's like, oh, it's crazy, man. Like I barely got out. And then I thought like, oh, that dude's 86 now. Christ. Or he yeah. might be passed away. Like who knows? Yeah. It's so much time. It's like. and It's so much more time than I like think it is. Yeah. It's a lot of time. 21 years. Or 20 years. 20 sorry. years. And like it's weird to think about it from. I literally just thought about it from this. St- like. Like I wonder what our parents were thinking. You know, like I wonder what our parents like. Were they worried about us? Because I was in fourth yeah, grade. They took me out of school. So I was in third grade. Yeah, and they fucking took me out of school. To be fair, though, like one, we had no fucking idea what was going on. Yeah, you, we thought the whole country was going down. Well, the Pentagon got hit. <laughs> Don't go into uh, that conspiracy. <laughs> Second of all, my aunt was at Penn, working at Penn Station, so she, dude, you, you should. You'll have to come over like some holiday and hear her tell the story. Yeah. But she's like, she tells a story of 9-11 where like she hears some stuff going on about the news and like everybody's like kind of gather around TV and she's like, that's weird. She walks to a water cooler and gets a drink of water, like classic 2001 office yeah. space. She gets a drink of water and she puts it up to her mouth and she looks out the window and she sees a fucking twin tower on fire smoking. She said she dropped in person. In person. Oh, yeah. Holy down, fuck. Down the fucking block. Like like a few blocks away. She said she dropped her water cooler. And well, yeah. as soon as like that happened, it was like weird how everything happened. Everybody started evacuating. So they like, boom, out. And it was scary because we couldn't get in touch with her for a few hours. Mm. Like a day. Yeah. So, of course, she was fine. She evacuated. She wasn't in the building. But right. we're in fucking Ohio. We don't know. Well, yeah, there were so many unknowns and... But it, just from a time standpoint, like, how crazy is that? <laughs> yeah, it's just weird to think about. I don't. This is kind of not the same topic, but it just got me thinking about. We, by our, the way, we can get off nine eleven. That's a real. Oh no no! I was just I was just hole. like literally thinking. It's just weird to think about your 
parents getting older <laughs> is all I was thinking about. I, I don't want to like, go down that. I don't want to go down that route. I don't want to go down why that. I almost didn't want to say it. You but. shouldn't have take that. You shouldn't have taken that hit. Sorry. Um, go 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 fun. Go fun. Ready? Um, Recalibrate. Go. <laughs> Booby. <laughs> no, we can't. That's a part of our friendship that can't be known. Uh, um, the uh, I, I was thinking. I was wanted to go back to this topic. B Mandrakes. Uh, <laughs> Great pack, Who's right? lug- whose luggage is this? <laughs> this podcast is slowly going to turn into like 40 listens <laughs> of just, just our friends. <laughs> That's fine. Realistically. Oh, th- this is what I wanted to say. Um, you know, you know, who we, we should genuinely shout out because I she said she listens and I am totally blanking on her name. But the really sweet girl that was at the hotel in Milwaukee. What's her name? Which one? At the hotel. Oh, the day we left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Addie. Yeah. She was fucking awesome. Yeah. Shout and out. And she said she listens to the podcast. Yes. She knew it was my birthday, which was so sweet. And um, dude, she's so cool. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Addie, if you're listening, she she heads up like the like, uh, the Atlanta fan. Oh, really? Yeah. She came from fucking Atlanta. Uh, yeah, I think so. No, she came from. She lives in Alabama. Oh, still, but That's insane. which is close to Atlanta, which makes sense that yeah. she's like in charge of like that region of Spencer fans, right. which is so fucking cool. Uh, shouts to you for coming. It was yeah, we we chilled at the hotel for like twenty she was minutes. So nice. She's so nice, and she's so fucking nice. Yeah, and like I don't know. I, I just feel like dude. That's the coolest thing about this thing is, and I've had a couple of drinks of tequila, so I'm in my feelings, but. You having poured yourself a gallon of tequila. <laughs> I know it was too much. Having these people that like, yeah, sure, they're fans and they and they know the music and they're really like they're hype at shows and stuff. That's one thing. But then I become friends with these people, right? And and they become like even bigger supporters as we become friends. And it's just a special thing that I, I just love it. Yeah, I think it's cool to. Uh, it. It's just cool to have. I don't know. It's such a fine line because you don't also want it to get too personal, but it is cool to have people that like just know about you and care about you as a person. Sure. And that, that's not just like the stardom. The music. I don't give a shit about that. Well, no, but I'm saying like, I think a lot of people like one of the just first think it's ones, cool to be around a, a singer. Absolutely. And, and absolutely. But the uh, Addy and a, a lot of other people are not shout out to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, it's just, it's, it isn't, Nice to feel loved is all I'm saying. Yeah. And like, I think it's cool. God, you have a roundabout way of saying something. Don't you? <laughs> well, yeah. Have you fucking. That's your I, mantra. That's my thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. um, I don't know. I just didn't want it to go. I, I Sometimes I feel like that kind of shit goes overlooked. And it's it really no. isn't like it's it's cool to to because we're just like still people at the end of the day. Like, we I mean, <laughs> honestly, sometimes <sighs> this is kind of another topic. Don't don't. Don't go down the war robots. Don't do it. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say don't that I, I, I think that. Don't. No, it's a good thing. It's don't. a good thing. I was going to say that sometimes don't. I really do feel like what. Don't. It's a good thing. Don't. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't. It's what I say. Ready? It's time that I hope. You this way. This is not Elvis. Dum, 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 dum. When I 
kiss your lips. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> so I will go on forever. Um, does it really start with don't? Is that why you were doing that? It's a song called Don't. It's a number oh, it's one the, hit by Elvis. By Ed Sheeran. Um, no, it was the first don't. That don't sucks, Ed Sheeran's, I think. Weird song. I like it. I was going to say a nice thing and you ruined it. Um, all I was going to say was, is that like, it is nice because like, it's a Sunday night for the boys. I was really, um, what's the nice thing you're going to say? God, all this is not even worth it at this point. All I'm saying is that sometimes I do feel like, yeah, we're just people and like, it's cool, but also, (laughs) but also I don't, I don't want to ever undersell what we do or what I do or what you do, like what we do individually. Like I, I think what I personally do and then what we do on stage, like is honestly really great. Like for real. (laughs) God, you're high, Andrew. I'm just okay. Hey, but you know what? You know what? Yeah, you got a good vibe. You got a good vibe flowing, and Thank I'm you. and I'm living with it. And I will say that you're a hundred percent correct. And especially when it comes to like, especially when it comes to like, uh, like us in the moment, like on stage. I it's never like a thing that we have to like get through. It's even in, even in like, I just think back to this like past week. When we were in Kansas and we were just like, we're having the fucking time of our lives. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you thought about this on stage, but I thought about it a couple of times. I was like, I can't wait to get off stage and talk about like how fun it was. Right, yeah. Um, and eat six Burger King burgers. God, dude. Oh, my God. That was so. Yeah. The uh, After the Kansas State show, talk about catering. Um, they yeah, ordered. What the fuck? <laughs> so bizarre. They ordered. Well, we, okay. To be fair, soundcheck went so horribly bad. <laughs> And we spent four extra hours on soundtrack. I didn't, but you guys did. That I don't think I did either. <laughs> no, it was mostly Jordan. Yeah. Shout out Jordan. Again. We were supposed to go to a very nice dinner. Right. We were right, supposed right, to have right, right, right. great food. Yeah. We just didn't have time. We literally ran out of time. Because yeah, so we just didn't eat before the show. Right. But they had... This is These are real numbers. I think they ordered 200 cheeseburgers and like yeah. 150 fries. I mean... I. For and us, I, and I like that was for us. Was and, that for the talent? And, well, and like the staff, but that's like maybe twenty people total. Like, and I, and I'll be totally honest with you. We went down there. We were the last people down there, and there was at least hundred and fifty burgers left. Dude, that's ten burgers each. If like if everyone does their part, you have to eat ten burgers. <laughs> like that's insane. I had I had five patties. Yeah, I like peeled off the bread weirdly. I should just fucking. Eat it. <laughs> and then I felt kind of sick right after, dude. And it's such. That is the it's epitome. It's not real meat. No, it's terrible. That's the epitome. Well, rather, because the next morning, like we said earlier, we had to get up at what felt like God's hour. But it was God's hour. That's the epitome oh. of what I cannot stand is like eating garbage at like 1 a.m. because you haven't eaten and you can't, you don't have to. How obviously. glorious would it have been if we were able to have like a like a sweet green. That would have been so great. At, even at 1 a.m. Right. Yeah. Grilled chicken, like kale, rice, corn. Black it really beans. it really makes a difference as we fucking apparently get old and can't eat <laughs> pizza every night. I, but, I don't know about you, but I've always been like that. Well, yeah, you've you've been a healthier person, but like, Cause like and then every time did I 
I remember on the freaking out tour when we played Chicago, sold out glorious night to celebrate all the get the deep dish baby the joy yeah. we had accumulated. I decided to get well, we all decided to get deep dish. Right. I ate most of a deep dish pizza, like an entire large. Which is an an unbelievable amount of food. Well, because we, we had to drive know. far. We had to, yeah, drive we had to drive four drive. hours at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and then we lost an hour, so we had to get to like Columbus by like noon. Yeah. So I was sitting in the front seat with Jordan and I ate like six deep dish pizzas. Pieces. Pieces. Of pizza. Yeah. Which is seriously a lot. Like And I didn't give a shit. I was also like starting know. to maybe get sick, I think. Mm. As as tour. That's as what. tour does. <laughs> and I remember eating this. And being like, well, I'm already in, so I might as well just fucking do it. And I felt like hog shit the next day. There is, Jordan, it's funny, Jordan, Andrew, and I, I mean, you, I'm sure been a part of this, but we always call it, we call it the heat when you, uh, when you've Meat eat, sweats? Not the meat sweats, but it's like, it literally is just like heat in your stomach. And it's like, yeah, that's what it was. Because like, <laughs> This is so stupid, but like obviously your body fucking digests when you're sleeping. So when you eat garbage and then you don't sleep enough, like it doesn't digest. It doesn't digest. So then you just like <laughs> have all of the shit like part in weird acid gas form just in your fucking stomach. And when it's fucking Burger King at one a.m., like <laughs> it's. I think on the next tour, Matheson, I have a rule that even if I didn't eat dinner. I cannot eat after one. No, it's not. It's really not worth it. Like also, it's like, what's the best case scenario? You you curb a craving for a couple hour or an hour before you go to bed. Right. Yeah. I think I think my rule is that, and I think it's I I can't eat shit. It's I also mean, it fucks with my vocal cords. Well, right. That's like the the shit shit. But my favorite my favorite feeling in the world, and I can still do this for sure. Is after like right after I get off stage, just a healthy ass like big ass salad waiting there. Yeah, there's nothing like it. There's been a lot of nice nice times where it's like, yeah, we get done and it's like, yeah, like some chicken like rice and stuff like just oh like a nice God. thing. Um, well, we'll make sure to have that this next time. Right. It's it's really important to me, and I think it's important to everybody else too to have, because like I I liked it before the show. My favorite thing is like a go macro bar in some like veggie chips. Yeah, something like almonds and uh, like yeah, some like a nut mix hummus. and some tequila. A nut mix, some hummus and some like veggie chips and some tequila. Call me, color me <laughs> green. <laughs> What's that saying? Yeah, it's like uh, will you color me jealous or color me color me jealous, dude? Yeah, like whatever. But like, I don't even like eating meat before. Yeah, there is. It's God. This is. I. am not even old. I fucking sound old. Like it really does. Like start no, making a difference. You could be fucking fifteen, and it's just weird. Yeah. Like if you if you eat like if you just eat a giant burger and fries like an hour, yeah. which I've done multiple times. Like it actually does feel bad. My <laughs> biggest example is on the Jack and Jack tour when we opened for pop R and B duo Jack and Jack, <laughs> pop rap R and B duo. Jack um, J, a when's lunch alum. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. Double, double, a double alum. alum. Um, Jack G is. We've been talking about having him on multiple times, but he's a alien. <laughs> Doesn't want to use his phone. He just like lives but, in a bunch of places and texts back after like a week and is like, "Hey, you're around tonight." And I'm like, "Hey, I'm in Budapest." <laughs> 
So also it's four a.m. No, and it's <laughs> five thirty. Um, we were on that tour and we were in Toronto and we went to like a mm, yeah like a like a diner and my favorite food is breakfast food so I got like a dope diner honestly great diner yeah. it was called the Choo Choo Diner or something like I think it was something called along the, those lines the yeah. Choo Choo something um and I got an omelet and like home fries and bacon and I have never had a bigger omelet in my life. And we all shared poutine. And, and poutine. Oh, like, yeah. I had I had to do it. You know, like I have to try it. There's yeah, also like a cultural thing between <clears throat> trying shit and going for it. And I be, I've gotten a lot better yeah. at trying stuff. Yeah, just having a bite. And like I feel like if like five of us share poutine, we'd all be fantastic. Yeah, we'd get to try it and God feel good. Damn, that fucking poutine was so good. And it I is. ate an omelet that was the size of my arm, <laughs> and like toast. I remember it was just like. I I hadn't had like real food in a couple days and I ate the shit out of that omelet and I ate a bunch of potatoes and like toast. I remember like the, the bang too was oh, like so local. It was so well. Yeah. That the, guy was talking to us like, where are you from? Yeah. And he was where are you from guys. But the hang with us, it was just like, I mean, it was us like our crew, but then it was like the Jack and Jack like crew, like some of the sound guys and stuff yeah, like Davis, that. Davis. Yeah. And they were just Ryland. like, and they were just all the way. I mean, you know, that's like such a, well, they that can act- life is so grueling. They so. can actually feel like shit and do their job too. Right. So they're just like, yeah. yeah fucking I just feel like they were like poutines. all the way in. Yeah. Just like fucking give me everything that is horrible. And they did it. And it was great. Um, yeah. And I remember like, so I ate all that and I ate poutine and I was like, Ooh, I'm full. That full feeling didn't go away four hours later. Really? I went on stage and I had on my shirt that I, I remember this, a black wife beater. Yeah. Also, is wife beater the term anymore? Apparently not. I heard that it's not. I heard that it's not either, but yeah. also like a frame shirt. A frame shirt is what I no, heard. It's fucking stupid. Let's just call it bullshit. beater. Nonsense. Because wife beater is obviously offensive. Let's just call it beater. So I'm I'm wearing a black beater and the like bowling shirt that I wore for the sweater video. Yeah. Uh open. And I remember I was like singing songs and like actively taking the mic away and burping like off to the side. <laughs> I had such bad indigestion. I was so bloated. And I remember I took off that bowling shirt and I remember thinking like, I'm a, I'm bloated on stage. Like why are these people screaming right now? Right. I look like a potato. <laughs> I look like Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know my dream is? What? Take off my shirt on stage. You, why? I don't know. Because <laughs> I've watched too many Usher videos. <laughs> I got to go tan first, man. I got um, like less white than I am now. I'm too effervescent. Have you seen Andrew Willard? It's, you can see his fucking organs. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he's hot, dude. And I'm, He is hot. Hey, he's a... Never mind. Um... Sex pot. This is a reckless podcast. He's a never mind. No, it's uh, a, it's a, it's a good podcast. Though. No, it's great. I um, also think don't edit anything out. This is a long episode. Me catching up, I, dude. This is so nice, Matt. No. Um, you're my fuck, best. I can't friend. tell the story. On you're my best friend. Oh, thank you. I know I'm not your best friend, but you're my best friend. You're. I mean, you're obviously in the top three. So um, top three. I can't give you best. Fr- it's just I. I, can't. I understand, but can I be tied? 
I could be tied. No. We got to do some crazy shit together for me to be tied. I mean, realistically, like (laughs) time, like time spent. So, I mean, it's not like. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, I mean, the bond is 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 indescribable. Obviously, put me up there. I literally just did. So I'm tied for first. No, I can't. I can't. Why? Just because you're friends with someone when you're younger? Dude, it's been... It's, no, it's that's, been, not, that's not an excuse. It's been, you know shit about me. It's been kindergarten to now. It doesn't matter. Time is... Time is... Time. 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 Time after time. If you fall, I will get you. I will be waiting. I will be waiting. Time after time. Um, I don't know. What it, Jesus, what voice is that? <laughs> <laughs> like a friend. <laughs> be, be magic. I didn't know you. What's this manifest? Um, sorry. Uh, manifest the show. <laughs> Dude, it's such a weird show. I haven't watched it. I don't really. No, no, that's not what I'm it. thinking of. I'm thinking of clickbait. What a weird show. I hated it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I watched. I gave it three episodes, dude. I gave it one. I gave it so the one was like episode one of Clickbait was bad, right? And I was like, I watched it with Maddie, and we're like, let's let's give it another one because yeah. I like Adrian Grenier. Yeah, I think he's handsome. I think he's I also thought he was done with acting. I didn't even realize. I mean, it's second cool. one through the second one ends. I'm like, I still don't like it. <laughs> Why is it number one? Yeah, because it was number one. We gave it three episodes. End of three, I was like, dude, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, this, is I not li- good. this is not good. Yeah. I looked up the ending. I was like, cool, done. And it's number one on Netflix. Why did that? That's the one that overtook Afterlife of the Party. Shout out Afterlife of the Party. If you haven't, go watch it on Netflix. It's one of my movies. Um, I wrote all the original music for it, and I'm just an all-around baller in the movie. It honestly is good, and I objectively will say that. Isn't it a um, cute, cute-ass movie? No, for real. I mean, like, it's... Uh yeah, that's exactly that's, that's a good way of saying. That's our last episode was us talking about going to watch it. Oh yeah, yeah with Jordan. Um, smash movie, number one, number one, number fucking one. No, it actually was great. I mean, it's uh, for like, for what the for what it is like, what the genre is. What the fuck does that mean? You know exactly what I mean. Like I'm like like, what does that mean? It's not a war movie. It's not like well, uh, of course it's not a war movie. That's what I'm what saying. Like for like for what it's going for, it, it's really what's great. it going for? For what are you talking about? Like Let's see the shit you're talking. What's it going for? Not, I'm giving you a compliment. <laughs> I'm saying that like it's like as a like teen. It's no. It's not. What are you saying? It's a coming of age. Yes, exactly. It's not a coming of age. I tricked you. Yes, it is. Kind of. It's but like a high school, like it's her Victoria and Midori are in high school. No, right? they're not. They're 25. What? Yeah, dude. Dude. You're right. I'm fucking offended. <laughs> I'm logging off for the afternoon. <laughs> it's nine afternoon. Um, it's 8.15. It's only 8.15. Um, no, I, think, I really did think it was great. Yeah, I think that your offensive <laughs> Shut up. and um i was about to say something but i had to look it up to see if i could say it and i couldn't say it so i'll tell you after great um but anyway i i'm in a movie go check it out afterlife of the party it's balling it it's, is it really is great it's pretty wild 
We're gonna play the songs at the Troubadour. I was gonna say the uh, the songs are honestly are are good, like for real. Thank um, you. I know. And Keaton and the uh, and the storyboards and Adam and Friedman. Adam, yeah. Um, really, really fucking good. Yeah. Um, thanks. You know what I was thinking about too, as far as we can maybe be done after this, but you know what I was thinking. Dude, I'm having a good time. <laughs> um, are you? Oh yeah. Uh, the uh. Well, we'll do another episode like this for the Jack and Jack tour, I'm sure, at some point. But we got a couple tours, yeah, to go. Sweater and, shows. Oh wow! Freaking out tour, Jack and Jack. Um, Somo. Fucking Christ! That one. There's some things that need to be left out of that tour. Most um, stuff. <laughs> but um, the uh, exploring ourselves and other people. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you expect? What do you expect? Sending no, I, I, three twenty-two-year-olds out on a fucking college sorority tour. What do you expect? No, I don't think there's. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm asking you. What do you expect? I expect exactly what happened. <laughs> like, it, was, it was. I don't think. And there was literally nothing wrong with what it was. It was just. No, no, no. We were, it's, we, it's what we, you think. We was. were. Um, church mice <laughs> yeah yeah exactly this isn't even a good part of the story i don't even think you were there for that it was but we went after this <laughs> after the san francisco show i'm just thinking about food because you were talking about we were talking oh, about feeling san bad fran in on jack and jack we went okay. to jack in the box after the show with sergio with sergio When's and that was the one and only time i will and have ever been jack in the box i'm not i'll eat shit you like for Jack sure. in the box is below shit. That I couldn't believe how bad that was. That was the lowest quality food I've ever had in my entire life. Okay, like to be if I'm like a Jack in the Box spokesman and if I'm being fair to the brand try and you. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, okay, we're downtown Bay Area. Kind of a random location. A lot yeah. of homeless people. That's actually that literally happened a while we lot. were there. Yeah. It's 1 a.m. Our 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 A crew is not here. Our B crew maybe long not gone. Also here. Our C crew also not asleep. Here. <laughs> our D crew just left. <laughs> uh, we're on the E crew right now. We are on yeah. We're on team E. And everybody is just barely staying awake working there. Dude, so it's not going to be good in general. It's going to be shit that was made at like 3 p.m. that day, and it's 1 a.m. Right. To be totally fair. Okay. Putting my two I, cents in. Like you're offending Jack in the Box. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a <laughs> Jack in the Box lawyer. Um, so what do you got to say for yourself? It was just, I mean, I'm sure it's fine, whatever. It, I, I guess for me, my palate... <laughs> Your palette, my palette, my palette for fucking Jack in the Box doesn't exist because that I think was you're saying that wrong. Palette, oh sorry, my palette, my, it's palate. I think it's palate. No, that's an exercise. Oh right, it's palette. <laughs> um, say it. Palette. My palette does not involve Jack. I, I just I couldn't believe how horrible I a immediately felt and then yeah felt the next day like. Do you like, like, are you like an In-N-Out fan? No, actually, no. Me either. Me either. I uh, I appreciate like the brand. And hot I like, take, for sure, I feel like, but. 
I like the cups. I like the little like things that fries to come in. I like the inside. I'm like, oh, this is like cute. This is cool. I, it's so fucking overrated, but like all fast food is. One of the first times um, I was in LA was, I remember what we were doing. It was something for you. Jordan and I came. You remember what it was? Was it the private party yes. in Santa Ana? Yes. Uh, wait. No, because we didn't come back to... It doesn't matter when it was. The point is is that when, one of the earlier times we were in LA, Jordan and I went to the Federal. Um, okay, so that was after the private party for sure. Yeah. That was for like... I forget what you guys were here for. It was... Uh, I remember what it was. It was, was la- it? labeled like showcases. Um, was it at Epic? Yeah. Shit. I fucking played Cajon and it was weird. I'm going to um, give it a Winslow's exclusive. We went and played for Epic Records. Yeah. And probably 17, 2017. Yeah. Somewhere in there. For LA Reed. Yeah. And we got a standing ovation. Yeah. It was fantastic. And I was like, I'm going to get signed to Epic Records. Six days later, LA Reed uh, leaves the label. <laughs> I was like, oh, the timing is just like, oh, is, the timing is crazy. Is so <laughs> terrible. Long story short, um, I didn't sign to Epic, but I'm glad I didn't. Anyway, go ahead. No, but the point being is that we were at the federal. Um, good vibe there. Saw Ron Allen, so great. Saw Ron Allen. Saw. Um, we should go back there. Yeah. Saw Chris Johnson, who's a who's now uh, Camila Cabello's drummer. Um, Rihanna, all the fucking. Just it was a deep hang. My point is, is that it was like one of the first Shout times. Edwin. Yeah. Um, my point is, is that it, it was a deep hang, and we there's an in and out like in that North Hollywood area. So sure. we walk from the federal to in and out. And it, it was like, we were totally in that like kind of like movie vibes. We were just like, we're in LA. We fucking are hanging out. Like yeah. we're going to go to in and out. We got in and out. We were like, wow, this was medi- like mediocre. At best. You, know, you like, know, what's crazy is sometimes there is a place in time for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time. There's one over, there's an in and out over here in universal city that, Sometimes you just got you just do it, and it's always mediocre. And yeah, it was just never good. Every single time I get it, it's never good. I mean, it's fine. Like it's not bad, but yeah. it's just it has this like weird West Coast. I remember uh, name drop. I remember uh, Meta World Peace. I have no idea what his fucking name is anymore. But um, yeah, Meta. Meta was saying like Wins Lunch Alumni. Shout out. How, we, uh, we have NBA players. Not a big deal. Go ahead. Um. He was saying like how he was talking about that too. He was like, "Yeah, we were coming for tournaments and we had to go get in and out." Like, I feel like it's like that thing where it's like they brought in you and come out back here, on a plane. Yeah, you like to come New here, York. right? And you have to bring your fucking friends in and out. Um, dude, so crazy! Like watching that document, watching the Malice in the Palace documentary, and wow. like already hearing it firsthand from the fucking. We guy. heard all of that already. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. Um, that was a good documentary. Yeah, it, my favorite part was that. And I, I talked to Meta last week, and he he's going to come back on the podcast. We should uh, play basketball with him. Yeah, we should play basketball. Yeah. We we've tried a couple times, but the one time that he invited me, it was with like D one college players, and I was like, <laughs> I don't, I just don't want to. Right. Yeah. Like, no offense, dude. Right. You're, I would love to see you. I'd love to hang with you. Like, this is not going to be fun for me. Don't want to do it. Yeah. He's coming. He's going to come to the Troubadour, though. Really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bring his kids. It's going to be. I love. That was like like when I remember at the uh, yeah dude you're gonna look up in the audience and see Christian Veerling, Meta World Peace. Gonna, that's like Adam Wiley. Just I just remember seeing like <laughs> uh, when we were at in Boston when Harry Connick was at the show and 
it was just, it's just so funny like cause he's also a tall guy and so obviously so is meta but like, also just taller than the average 17 year old girl well, that's what i'm saying so like already he's tall but like everyone else is just you know it's, it's just a lot of younger people so yeah spencer so, shirt on yeah he did it also i want to add shout out to harry connor jr because he ordered that spencer sutherland shirt online that's fucking awesome like my merch company shipped it out to him and he bought a and bracelet. It, and he d- bought a like hat. The delivery was probably Harry Connick Jr. <clears throat> like on yeah, the he might have UPS. Who knows? That's a good point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah he was like he was like the one that was like I a, just remember looking out and it was so it was just so I mean he was such a fucking cool guy and such a good sport about it but it was just like you said he was wearing the shirt but you just look his out in the audience. His face was stoic. Well, he was just listening, which yeah, is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was just like you could tell he was just fucking paying attention to the music obviously yeah he was but it was just you know just hilarious to look out and he's in the middle like he was in the middle of the audience <laughs> the middle was, back but yeah well yeah but i'm just like he wasn't like i remember i indirectly you know on twitter i'll like put like i'll indirectly search spencer sutherland just to see if people are talking shit <laughs> if it honestly it's 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 to see if people are saying some cool stuff sure and i saw one that said <laughs> Did I see Harry Connick Jr. at a Spencer <laughs> Sutherland concert? And someone said, the what the yes. fuck? Did I just see Harry Connick Jr. at a Spencer Sutherland concert? And I think I didn't comment back, but I should have said, yeah, you did. You did. You yeah, did. you did. We're fucking friends. You did. Fucking mate. It was just his birthday, and I commented. Uh, I just go ahead and text messaged him. Happy birthday. He'll come on this podcast. He, uh, well, yeah. Oh, come on. Um, is, is, is Meta for real gonna, actually going to come? Yeah, it's like for yeah, real, to the Troubadour, real. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Our guest list is going to look so wild. Yeah. Like um, random people, awesome people. Is Adam going to come? Adam Wiley? Yeah. He's in the list, sorry. I hope all these people actually for real come. I'm sure they will. Uh, Big baby, I'm sure they will. That's great. Also, I, I adopted calling... It was this tour that I adopted called everybody, <laughs> hey, big baby. I call everybody big baby. That's Yeah, I like it. It's mostly Jordan, but it's everybody. Big baby. <laughs> we, we also, oh, never mind. The amount of characters that came up that were yeah, made Yeah, that's just on, the us thing. Well, no, yeah, it doesn't need to be shared. Um. Anyways, it was, uh, it was really cool to see, like, we literally, on that Meta World Peace episode, he, like, he just said exactly what he said on the documentary. I don't know. It was just fucking cool to see that. It was I'm really like, cool. And I think the thing about him was like, of course, it's one of the most famous things right. that he's ever been a part of, unfortunately. And that's like the thing that in my mind, I was like, I will not bring this up. Right. Yeah. You don't want to. Because yeah. I was a fan before that. Yeah. Like I played as him in a video game before Malice of the Palace took place. Well, that's like not what we're about. Like, that's no, not what this no, is. No, that's so, not why I want to talk to him either. Right, yeah. So, but I just made sure I was like, that's not what I, I'm not going to ask about. I don't give a shit. Like whatever. I want to talk to like the the NBA player, the man who is Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. And I was pleasantly surprised when he brought it up because I was like, I mean, I will talk about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I will. hundred percent. I'm not going to bring it up, but I will (laughs) because I'm interested. And he told us pretty much word for word what was in that documentary. No, hundred percent. And like, it's, it is crazy to. That's so fucking cool. Um, it's it's great cool. documentary worth watching on Netflix. Yeah, it's um, good. It's it's short too, which is yeah, it's probably like an hour. Yeah, which is like 
I think more documentaries need to be like an hour instead of seven hours. That's and that, nice. that's, that's a good one. It kind of just like tells the history of the Indiana Pacers and Detroit Pistons and like the players and leading up to this giant fight in Detroit. <laughs> Dude, I forgot to about just... I think we we watched it on the plane. Who was the, the guy that just clocked? Yeah, dude, fucking Stephen Jackson. Just oh my lord, decks a guy, and that's what I was literally gonna say. <laughs> we were on the plane watching it, and I I think I I, I know. Oh I yeah, we were watching loud. it like we like shared AirPod. Yeah, we were sharing AirPod, AirPods, so we were like listening, and <clears throat> it was the clip of like the first giant punch thrown by shoot small forward. Yeah, Stephen Jackson, and. He he didn't just punch someone. He, he knocked the like, shit out of someone. And so Matheson, it's a quiet plane ride. It's like the middle. <laughs> you know how everybody closes the like windows and everybody's kind of like just chilling, and like kind of sleeping. And this happens, and Matheson goes, "Oh, like, Dude, it was so loud. I felt really bad about it." But and I looked around. Everybody was looking at him. I just forgot. I just. I, I mean, just, I didn't know how hard he clocked him. He fucking really hits he this dude. rocked that dude and he's like obviously professional athlete and he's hitting like not not a professional athlete he and, and he fucking clocks this guy it's it's just a clean fucking it's a perfect deck punch. right to the face and perfect punch i love to the guy i mean the story is just wild and it, it is interesting to think about how it got misconstrued but like that fan gets on the court and 100 percent is like on the court with his fists clenched at Ron Artest and it's just like doesn't meta hit him yeah because like what else are you gonna like no he should have hit him like it's literally self-defense at that point like yeah. it's like what is he gonna do it's like let this guy fight him and not do it because I'm gonna bring meta on stage and make him play tambourine <laughs> and he'd probably be great at it and he's probably great at everything yeah. he uh punch me in the face god and he, oh, he decks this dude oh man it was and that so was good. The, so good I remember like being actually not angry but like upset during that part of the documentary because that fan is like yeah i think i got a little fairly unfairly treated like professional athletes just shouldn't be punching guys yeah dude, like, you what are you talking about? about you go on court. court like your your fists are clenched like you're, you're on approaching the court. a player like you're gonna beat him yeah like what is he supposed to, he's a person like what is he supposed to do also i do want to add this there what ron didn't meta didn't say this in the in the documentary but there were some uh there were some racial names being thrown. One million percent. And they didn't talk about that. I don't know why they didn't talk about that. There might have been some sort of like. I mean, it's probably just not wanting to bring it up. Well, you can't also prove it, you know, so it's true. But um, like, that's like a weird thing to fucking lie about. It's well, yeah, not. He wouldn't lie. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. not lying about that. So also, like, I mean, the, I would beat the fuck one million percent out of anyone that's saying a racial thing to somebody else. I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. I mean, dude, and these 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 people are. I mean, these athletes are, they are, I mean, these people are getting full beers thrown at them, popcorn, literally everything. I mean, as a person, like, what do you, yeah. like, it's nonsense. It's absolutely We got to have Meta back on, man. I would love that. He yeah. literally said, I told him I watched it, and he's like, thanks, man. Let's FaceTime about it. And I was like, dude, I'd love to. Like, Obviously, it's dope. Hit me up. And he said, are you free in five? I was like, <laughs> I'm at soundcheck. <laughs> but after... No, but we're, we're we'll we'll figure that out. I can't wait to see him again. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know he was going to come. We'll have to do in person. Well, yeah, in person when's lunch. Well, that was when's lunch live from the Troubadour. We just scrapped the Spencer <laughs> show. Scrapped the show. Scrap <laughs> Spencer. We're bringing in when's lunch. 
Um, Equally as fun. We should maybe talk about that for in the future for other things for live um, live yeah. wins lunch that'd mm-hmm. be fun um but that's oh, so cool yeah that's uh it's cool to like i'm sure people have seen but like eric griffin is like you know always like making those fucking hilarious videos with your singing videos yeah, and dude, like, I had a, I had you were a, on his podcast and, I'd, yeah, yeah yeah right right which is super dope check out riffin with griffin yeah with me spencer um <laughs> I was at the gym and a guy came up to me and he goes, Hey man, um, this is really weird, but is your name Spencer? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, <laughs> and he had a Theo Vaughn hoodie on mm. like a, he's like a podcast yeah. guy. And he's like, uh, I've just been, I've seen you on like Eric Griffin's podcast and I've been seeing the videos that he posts you and everything. I just want to let you know that I think you're really dope. And, uh, I love the episode. Like, and that was just so weird because awesome. it was like the opposite of people that, right. Have, usually people that come up to me are not, right. Or, you know, right. 40 year old dudes that's crazy and i was just like oh hey man <laughs> hell yeah so that was really cool yeah it's dope shout out to eric griffin a wins lunch alumni as well he, we should, we, he should come back too he might come to the show too i need to invite him oh, that'd be awesome. you know it's funny with all these like entertainment people you gotta wait till like the week of to invite them yeah they don't know what they're doing no they don't know what they're doing so i'm probably gonna start tomorrow like but for him before. like he'll probably go do a spot and then walk over fucking walk over from yeah. the laugh factory <laughs> um yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool yeah we'll figure it out um i know we should get out of here I know, we keep dude. accidentally rambling about nothing for forever this has been so fun Matt. um yeah uh what's your one word my one word to describe today is frantic and not in the negative sense um got the troubadour show in a little over a week had an audition today that you helped me out with. Thank you. <laughs> I had. Uh, oh, I wish we could say what that was for. It's so <laughs> awesome. It's it's full circle. If you listen to this podcast, <laughs> I had some, t- I had a TikTok to film. I, I just, I have a lot of stuff to do. I have my house to clean as well. Like just a lot of stuff before, you know, my parents are coming in town for the Troubadour show. When do they get here? Well, you don't have to say that. A couple of days before or something. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I forget. But, um, <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on frantic in the best way possible. Yeah. What about you? I don't know what the right word is. Uh, I'm going to say depressed. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 <laughs> God, nobody's going to fucking see that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good time out here. Um, that's, that's, that's a balcony vibe. Dude. I'm going to go with, this is <laughs> such a dumb word, but I can't think of anything better to say. I'm going to go with crescendo. No, it's not a dumb word. Okay, thank you. Uh, it just got better as the day went on. And that's really what I wanted to say, but that's too many words. And I will say, um, that's what I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, woke up in, <laughs> I woke up in a weird mood. and Well, yeah, because you got hammered last night. I was very inebriated last night. It was a <laughs> friend's birthday. Um, and, <laughs> and it just got better. I don't know. It just got better and better. It was nice. I was deep in the shed, and then now oh, we're deep to the on the balcony. Today? Yeah, I'm nice. going to go back, I think. Tonight? Listen, dude. I'm, for everyone listening, and I'm going to put this on record. This is manifestation at its finest. The Troubadour is going to be my fucking musical. Is pitch. that what you're going to go work on? 100%. Go ahead. Get I'm out not, here. I have every intention of making that my best performance well, of it's, my life. 
it's and me too. Obviously, I've had that in my mind for the last year and a half. This is going to be the best show. Also, this is a good one to have your best show as because it's being professionally recorded. So right, that's what I'm saying. I, if you're like, gonna do it, it's gonna be this one. <laughs> Voices. It's my new one. I, I don't know. It's my that inflection was just everything was the same note. If you're gonna do it, it's gonna be this one. Do this one. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Uh, that was great. Um, I love yeah, you, man. Love go you go check out Afterlife of the Party. Yeah. Uh, go 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 check out the songs for go, real. I think the songs go are great. check out. Yeah, the soundtrack. One look, blush, drive home with Victoria Justice. Du- little duet action. It's good to be back on the balcony. It feels fucking great. <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at? I don't know. We'll talk Life. after. We'll talk uh, about secrets after. All right. Three, two, one. When's lunch? Dude, you tell us. <laughs> When's lunch? Cheers. Yes. Clink, 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 Dezo. Clink, clink, clink. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh, no.